What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast in the world, the Aussie Lag Games cast. We are on episode 20, which is crazy to think because one more episode's time, we are legally allowed to drink at any bar in any country oh, around the world. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Next week, drinks all around. And I have to be honest, I never thought we'd make it this far, but I'm so glad we did. I am joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, the man with the plan, Jack Gibbs. How are you doing, brother? Good, brother. How are you doing? I am doing very well. Very, very well. Big week. Big, uh, not many crazy news stories, but but there is some news to go through. But first, as always, tell me, my man, what have you been playing? I know there's something you're bursting at the seams oh, to talk about. So I'm actually more bursting just to say we've gotten past the 14 second mark. Just wanted to put that out there. No technical issues. This Amazing. Time. <laughs> um, we've done it. <laughs> I downloaded Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. And what a pleasure that download was. Actually, no, it wasn't a pleasure. It took all night and it still wasn't finished. But that aside, <laughs> what a pleasure to see it was available to play. And Absolutely. I must admit, I've only had one game. Um, that was this afternoon. Went for I bet about it was now. the best game of your life. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was, <laughs> so it was just a free-for-all against the, the NPC, against the computer, uh, the AI, however you, know, however you say it. Um, it was on Great Plains, just like you would back in the day, because internet connections really couldn't support water. So I just thought, you know what, we're going back to Great Plains. Um, we're just going to play on normal, a bit rusty. And just what a fucking pleasure it was. Uh, I played the Dutch, um, built up a deck of cards in the home city, which you no longer have to grind through the game to get a good deck. You can just pick one from the start, which I think, oh, as much cool. as I miss the grind, I think that's the appropriate response for a game that old. You know, like the game, like, yeah, you know, yeah. if, if they make people grind, it's not going to be big. Um, yep. What's interesting is I've discovered over the last week, a lot of people don't like Age of Empires 3. And to all of them, I say, fuck off. Um, I think it's just what an age fuck? thing, though. Like, I didn't grow up on Age yeah. 2. I grew up on Age 3. So yeah, I yeah, think it's a case yeah. of, like, we all love age. It's just where you sort of sit in that relative yeah. pool. Um, that's like a Call of Duty thing. Like most of us grew up on Modern Warfare and Black Ops, and then there's another group that grew, grew up on Three and and Infinite Warfare, where they were exo jumping and shooting. And yes, now that that's a good like, Modern Warfare it. and Black Ops is out, people are arguing about which was better. <laughs> but we all know Modern Warfare was better. Yes, we <laughs> all know. The, I mean, this concrete. Fact. <laughs> we all need to know that. That's that's just the way it is. <laughs> um, that's exactly how it is. So. My my biggest fear for Age of Vampires going forward, as we know Age of Vampires 4 is coming out, I don't know how they're going to please both of us. I don't know. Like, they've already talked about taking the best of both. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, that's that's not a sentence. Um, yeah. I, I love that they're making number four. I am so glad I'm not making it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah. I can't wait to play it, and I'm not... I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to be happy about it. I'm happy it exists. But gee, what a task. Um, anyway, back to Age of Empires yeah. 3 Definitive Edition. You load up the game. You get a you get a CGI trailer. I don't know if it's CGI, actually. It, it's a bit of CGI. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I guess it is. Um, I was so just in awe, I kind of forgot. About, like I can't really remember <laughs> it. But the music starts up. The feels come back. Everyone's happy. And then it pops up. And it's like, what sort of UI do you want? Do you want the new UI? Do you want the default UI, whatever the fuck that means? Or do you want the original? And I'm like, yeah, now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. We can you know, pick what we want. So I went with the new one anyway, just to, you know, yep. that seems like, yep. you know, I'm a big boy now. Um, and it's funny, like, there was multiple times where I'd look back to where it was in the original interface. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's moved. Um, but everything's just so, I don't know, it's just good to be back. It's on Xbox Live. Like, you can just fucking play with people in your friends list. You don't have to have an... ESO account. I mean, that was appropriate back in the day, but um, it's just oh, it's so good to have a good game. Just got new networking, some new features. Uh, if you're into the campaign, some new stories, just some minor tweaks that make it a bit um, uh, nicer. Um, man, I don't even know what to say. It's just, I'm just so fucking happy. I can't wait to just play <laughs> with good. more people. There's a server That's browser good. as well. Like, what fucking game has a server browser anymore? Age of Empires 3 Divinity Edition does. Um, That's good. <laughs> man, I feel like I'm just... I'm kind of stalling because I don't want to stop talking about it, but at the same time, I'm kind of done. Like, it's, just, it's just fucking amazing. Um, graphically, they've made some nice improvements. You know, it's three, a bit more 3D yeah. now. It doesn't look 100% the same, but, you know, this 13 years later or whatever. 
two thumbs up. That's yeah. that's that's what I give it. Um, I have a question. Will Later. this, do you think, uh, bring new fans to the series before we're introduced to four? Or do you feel like this was made as a, this is made for the fans and four will be our chance to bring in new people? Yeah, that, that's an interesting question. I think it'll bring a few people in just because it's in Game Pass. Um, yep. Which is quite convenient. But I think the biggest thing it'll do is I think Age of Vampires 2 has the bigger fan base, as far as I can tell. Yep. Like, the hype when Age of Vampires 2, not only did they do a HD remake and then they did a Definitive Edition remake, but the hype was incredible. I haven't seen that hype for 3. But I, I wonder if a lot of people who got in with the hype of number 2 will now check out number 3, and that'll mm. take them to number 4. Um, the fact that it's in Game Pass, though, like, I would love you know more people to be on and you know you can sort of just say to people i'll oh, give it a go it's on game pass like i i hope that that grabs a bit of an audience um yeah it, it's hard to say i'm not i'm not convinced it'll revolutionize anything but at the same time it's a remake so it's not meant to um yeah actually so something i do want to like just say so I was like i was looking at the press start review and i, I want to actually read it um i just didn't have time just for the show but i noticed that they docked at some points because like the home cities are conf- uh, can't remember the exact wording they use, but complicated, I guess. Um, which is a function within the the game. What is your opinion like on reviewing a game, a remake, and like docking it for something that it's just remade from the original? I feel like we've talked about this on the show before, but I just wanted to like yeah. bring it up again. What where do you stand? I feel. I see it's difficult because I feel like it depends on I think if it's a remaster it I I don't I I feel like there shouldn't be a review like I feel like that isn't a brand new game remakes I feel are a bit different and I feel like the only reason I have that stance now is because if you look at the remakes that we've gotten in the last couple of years like Final Fantasy 7 remake is nothing like the first Final Fantasy 7 it adds yeah. so much and changes everything up. And then you look at Resident Evil 2 and 3, where they are like just same story, same way of doing things, but they've added so much and, and, and changed it so drastically. Like, it's plays completely different to the original. So I feel like when doing, like, reviewing something like this, I guess they kind of have to review it as, uh, as a new game. I yeah, mean, that's fair, because there is changes, and there are subtle changes, yeah. and I think they've changed enough that they could have changed something like this big and gotten away with it. So I, I, yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But, yeah, but then you've also got those people on the other side that would argue, well, it was like that in the original, and that's how we played with it, and that's how we wanted it, and that's how we got it. And Maybe it's one of those... There's like, also that side of things. things. Exactly. And I think, I, think, I, think this, like, I think Age of Empires is one of those games that I get, like, are always going to be very hard to please everybody you know what i mean whereas like with, definitely with something Especially like yeah with something like uh and, I, and i'm not knocking anybody with something like resident evil 2 or resident evil 3 as long like i feel like resident evil's lost a lot of steam in the last few years like up until that release so like people do not like six and people were iffy about five and then seven mm-hmm. came out and everyone was like holy shit this is the best thing ever so they were like all right well then let's take him back even further and do it in the same engine and do this and this and this and so i feel like resident evil had a little bit less to lose whereas i think age of empires has always been pretty consistently good like up until they sort of stopped sort of making them like i think they've always been consistently good and and that's why it's going to be so hard to please everybody because it is a remake of an older game so and there is a new game coming out so there's there's no real reason why they should innovate on this game when really they're just remaking an older one whereas you look at resident evil where it's like they're at that point where if they don't innovate the series would probably die that's why everything is so different and everything's hyped up to 11 and that's the same thing with final fantasy Final Fantasy VII is like a cult game. It's held in such high regard that if if they'd fucked up the Final Fantasy VII remake in any way, shape, or form, because we waited so long for it, people would have just fucking rioted in the streets. But when you look at Age of Empires, it's like, it knows what it is. It knows what it's doing. We're remaking a classic game. We're adding stuff that will help you in the long run, but we're not innovating to the point where it's going to feel completely different. So... 
they're the sort of things that people really need to take into account when looking at stuff like that, when reviewing games is where it's come from, where it's going and where it stands in the echelon of like its genre. So, I mean, I think anybody who sh reviews this game should look at it as what it is. And it, it is a remake of an older game and they're just trying to put everything from the older game in there while giving some uh, quality of life improvements to maybe introduce new players before they drop the fourth one, which is probably going to be a fucking beast of a game and it's just going to attract a whole bunch of new people. But yeah. I also feel like this is going to be a good gauge. So like this coming out now and four coming out in the near future, it's going to be super good for people to see where they've come from and where like what they're doing now, which is also another good thing. It's also like, this is three, this is exactly what it was. So when we release four, you're going to see exactly how much has changed and mm. why this is where you should be and why we've made these changes. So it's really hard. No, really, I like really analysis. Um, I will just note, I, I, I want to read that review for a bit more context because I, I love the way the review starts. It's like a real gotcha, you had me in the first half type thing where uh, the yeah. review starts off with like, when I played Age Vampires 3 back in the day, I was so disappointed. And I'm like, oh no, like why are you reviewing it? And then they're like, because my computer couldn't run it. And I'm like, that is the exact fucking experience that I had. <laughs> so potentially they had just never played Age of Empires 3 and then the home cities would seem a little bit confusing, I guess. So I I got to read the review. And that's what reviewers yeah. always say. Why don't you read it before you comment? Exactly. So <laughs> better take that the, the There's another thing as well. There's another thing that will impact a review. No matter what a reviewer says, no matter what they say, and they're fucking liars if they, if they say otherwise, nostalgia always has an effect on a review. Like you would see a completely different review from somebody who's never played an Age of Empires game compared to this guy who's already made the, like the claim that I, my computer couldn't run it back in the day and it made me so sad, but now I can run it and I'm super hyped. So yeah. there's always that as well that always sort of like tips the scales. I look forward to looking more into it. Um, so yeah, I, that's probably uh, my highlight of the week in terms of... Uh, games to talk about what have you been up to not much um i've been playing a bit more of forza horizon 4 love that game really right, awesome game you. just really been streaming streaming a lot of among us with you and the boys that's been some of the most fun i've had in a video game in a long time like fun. absolutely fun you call love it absolute backstabbing murder fun oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just it's just so great it's so great it's like I'm, this is gonna sound weird is it's is it's like it's called the game that destroys friendships but when i log off at the end of the night i'm like i feel like i'm i'm our friendship got a little bit stronger i like so I, true. I know i can kill them and they're still gonna love me tomorrow that's that's awesome it's like you, it's definitely there to test whether or not friendships will last longer than a game session. That's for damn sure. Um, and yeah, and, I, and I'm playing through. Uh, so I will. Uh, it's it's paying me to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I am playing through Halo Five once again. Yes, the game I have verbally bashed quite a few times on this show. I am playing through once more because my friend Jordan has yet to play through that campaign because he's seen the ending at my house and never bothered. Now he wants to do it and I'm taking him on the journey, guys. I'm taking him for a ride. And I'm making part. it as hard as I can. Yeah. Oh, God. This is... Oh, it's just... It's as bad as I remember. I watched, like, it's 10 so minutes of your stream and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. This is episode... This is mission one. And like, I think Jordan's like, this is mission six. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's just like that. It's just like that. Like There are some good when moments. We like, playing, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, yeah. like, we shouldn't uh, continue without acknowledging that. Like, there, there is a Absolutely. few good moments. But I think it's just, I think it's just, like, missed expectations. Not necessarily, like, better or worse. Just missed them. I remember, uh, like, we started playing again. Like, when I started playing it again with Jordan this time we started playing, the opening was, like, like, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, this is actually a pretty good opening. Like, they're fighting down the hill, shooting, it looks oh, beautiful. So they're good. Punched it through, and I'm like, that is, oh, that's dope. And then I'm thinking to myself, maybe this isn't as bad as I remember. And then I got three missions in, and I realized, yeah, it's just as bad as I remember. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't take long for the story to give you the finger. And then just fucking, the fight scene between Locke and Chief. Oh, I just, every time I watch it, I just look at it. Oh, it looks like kids slapping each other with fucking thongs or something oh flip flops I'll say that if anybody doesn't know what a thong is in Australia it's just <laughs> ugh, it's so bad yeah but it's it's fun with friends because you know what isn't Jesus oh <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> <What a> claim <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yeah 
<laughs> and um, Rainbow Six Siege, we had a, had a bit of a round on PC last oh, night. Of course, yeah, that was that, fun. That was really fun. That was awesome. I haven't played Siege. I had a couple of rounds, just a bit of 1v1. I mentioned on the podcast a little while ago on um, House. Gee, that's changed. Um, but it was good to play online. Mm. It was good to do some 5v5s. Yeah, um, did you, actually, that's, I was meaning to ask you last night, did you have text chat on? Like, were you seeing what the enemy was typing in that last game? No, I didn't. Oh, oh they, they were things? a bunch of assholes. I oh, was giving really? it back. Um, to be fair, like you know, I'm not. I'm no saint. Um, yeah, but I'm glad you guys were shielded from it because um, they all knew you were new. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. They wonderful. were. Um, they, you know how like there was four of us in that last round. They were giving it to the yeah. other guy, or like the other the fifth player. Um, yeah, real bad. And then and then he's replied back like we're all new. And I'm like, how does he know? But he must like he must be able to click on profiles and see ranks or something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he tried to throw it everyone under the bus, and I was I was having none of it. Um, but I was wondering why like no one else comments on it. But that's because you probably couldn't see it. Because I remember that Siege I just turns it off by default. I just yeah, I just don't need to see that shit. It's just yeah. It's well, like, the big point I was trying to make is the community is as toxic as ever. That was that was really absolutely, my big, absolutely. My big... They they just they're definitely toxic on PC. That's oh. for damn sure. We I've actually casual. met some like, nice we people on console. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just yeah. It's funny I mean, though because we won like, the first know, game. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're talking about in the first game. Second game we lost, but there were some good kills there. No, definitely. And it's funny, like when I booted up UPlay, like it's it's been a little while, and like the amount of people that are still online playing Siege that I was like friends with from back in the day that you would have multiple games with and talk to, and yeah, the community used to be so lovely. What mm. happened, man? <laughs> new games came out and all the newbies left and the hardcore stayed behind and they've claimed it as their game. That's what happened. It is so theirs. Um, yeah. Any other games you want to talk about before we move into a bit of news? Uh, no, no, I'm all good. Let's rock on to the news. All right. Well, I think item one is probably the PlayStation 5 UI reveal. I think it's probably be fair to say that's probably been the biggest story this week, in our world at yep. least. Um I gotta, I gotta admit, I didn't watch the whole video. I sort of just skimmed through because um, it's basically the PS4 UI. Uh, what, what were your thoughts? Yeah. I'll, I'll let you go first. Um, all in all, I think it's. Um, I don't know if I'd say an improvement. I, I don't. I, uh, I, I think it's cool that they're changing it up, and it looks like they are making some changes for the better. Um, I like that faster. you can. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that you can access the menu now without closing the game, much like Xbox does. Yeah. So it's just a tap and it brings up the little menu. I think the cards are a little bit intrusive on that. I think if they were a bit smaller, I might not get as shitty. Uh, it's just, it just, it, I, I think the fact that they're just so massive and they're just so there and they're trying to cram so much down your throat when really you probably all you wanted to do was check to see if your friends were online. I mean, they just look so messy. That 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 annoyed me. I do like that they're adding trophy tracking, and you can obviously set your trophies up in those card systems. That's pretty good. Um, um, yeah, that that part was fine. And then we moved on to the picture and picture stuff, which looks fine. Uh, I like the fact that the picture and picture doesn't really like in Xbox's old snap. It would take up a decent amount of the screen. And that would sort of like come across as that's the primary thing you should be focusing on. Whereas in PlayStation, it is like a proper picture in picture where you can move the picture around at whatever corner or place on the screen you want. That was very good. Um, yeah, I, uh, PlayStation help is probably something we should talk about. And I, I'm not sold on it yet, only because I see it. I, I see it. They, they tried to play it off as something that's amazing and great and, and it's for us. That's why it exists. But it really just feels like a waste of time because the only people who are going to be able to access PlayStation Help are people with an active PS Plus. And I doubt there are many kids out there who are going to be playing Sackboy who are signed up for PlayStation Plus. I think like a lot of people to this day still are just like, oh, we got him a PlayStation he puts the disc in and he goes, you know what I mean? It's like, he doesn't need to be playing online with people. It's dangerous out there to play online with people. So I feel sorry for the kid when he tries to get help from PlayStation Help and then gets told he has to pay $7 for the month to use PlayStation Help. I think that's a bit stupid. Um, like, I kind of get why they're doing it. I guess they're trying to make it, like, worth their time to actually implement it. Um, 
Yeah, all in all, I'm not blown away, but it is it like I do love the initial like the initial home screen that looked fine, looked very Netflix like. Um, <clears throat> I was not impressed. I was not blown away, but I do think it's a an improvement over what we have, just not as a giant leap as I thought. Um, but I do like the fact that uh, the PlayStation Store is now integrated into the console rather than a separate app. I think that's going to help with things in the long yeah, run. Yeah, the, the app-based ecosystems of last gen is something we could get rid of, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I pretty much share every sentiment you've said. Definitely about um, the PlayStation help thing as well. I think the people that would benefit most are probably the people that don't have PS Plus. Um, Absolutely. I'm not a big fan of the PS4 UI. I mean, at the same time, like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Like, I turn it on, I press on a game, and it runs. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, yeah. it's not like it's something to live and die by. But, um, you know, it's funny, like, Xbox has, like, redone their interface year after year after year. And the one time Sony may do a remake for a new generation, they don't. It's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've in, seen in their like eyes, maybe they think it's perfect and that's the way it is. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, they're happy I see it. people complaining, like they were saying, like someone said on Twitter, oh, I don't like the new PlayStation UI. Um, I don't think it's changed enough and all this other sort of stuff. And someone commented, obviously someone who doesn't own an Xbox saying, um, at least Sony's trying something different. Xbox kept it exactly the fucking same. Yeah, and it's almost like two months ago. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, this man has never touched an Xbox. He's never turned one on. He didn't see what it was on launch day and he doesn't know what it is now. And he doesn't realize that they may not have one for launch, but I bet you 10 minutes after that console launches, there's going to be a new UI. Oh, They're not just shoving it down our throat. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't agree with that at all. What I will say, though, is I really, really miss the original Xbox One UI where when you would go to it, the game would be in the wind, like one of the tiles would be the game image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know they yeah. got rid of it so they could use some extra processing power towards whatever, you know, whatever. Um, I miss that. I just want to say yeah. it again. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, what's the... I think we jumped the shark on Xbox UIs quite a long time ago. I feel like it was perfect at one point and then they started changing little bits to make stuff easier and stuff and i was just like uh maybe just stop now it looks fine i like i just love how like you know this year the the um the dashboard goes vertically and then next year it'll go horizontally and then the year after it'll go vertically why can't we just do both (laughs) uh yeah i don't know wouldn't it be so cool if in like a couple of years time it's like oh playstation's showing the new ui and Xbox is like, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to introduce you to create your own UI. You can decide where you want things to be and you can set it up the way you want. It's like, oh, great. Can we just talk about the fact that, like, I don't understand why PlayStation revealing their UI is an event. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just the user interface, guys. It's like something you're going to chill on for five seconds before you play your game. I don't don't... understand why we've got a lengthy video explaining everything. And it's like... Come on. I don't think people care about the PlayStation UI. I think people care about PlayStation News because there is none. <laughs> like, if you think yeah, comparatively, okay, like, fair, yeah. like there is like a hundred influencers and reviewers or whatever that have Xbox series already and yeah. are using it and can tell us whatever they want about it. I can even turn yep. on my Xbox One S and use the UI that we're going to get. <laughs> like, I can answer all my yeah. own questions. I can find out whatever I want. Um, that just isn't the same as Sony. And to be honest, it's not like they're doing anything unexpected. Like, that's how traditionally console launches are gone. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but I think comparatively, um, the general PlayStation fan is just after some more info. And this is what they got, yeah, I guess. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. I guess and, that's fair, yeah, there's yeah. some cool knickknacks, like the activity stuff where you can launch into a certain part of the game straight from the UI, like, you know, whether it be straight into multiplayer or straight into matchmaking or something like that. Like, there's some cool stuff there. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think we've probably talked about it too long. <laughs> Fair. Let's move along. Um, uh, PlayStation 5 is going to allow you to record party chats, or it's going to by default. I, I haven't really read too much into this. Do you mind giving me the lowdown? So, from what I've been led to believe, so like right now, the PS4 firmware was updated and it kind of fucked everything up. But um, apparently, um, 
they actually didn't tell anybody they were doing this, which is what I think is kind of like pissed a lot of people off, is that uh, party chats will have the voices recorded, uh, mainly so that Sony or PlayStation themselves can police any potential offensive language. Um, the, like the, the warning was spotted by people on PS4 trying to start up a party chat. And uh, Sony, hang on, I can find what they said. Sony said, uh, quote, by participating in voice chats, you agree to your voice being recorded, end quote. The company uh, notes this, quote, uh, check if there have been genuine violations of their community code of conduct, end quote. So this kind of feels like... um, Basically, now when you're on PlayStation, you're playing with your friends and you're in a party chat, be careful because Big Brother's watching. Um, that like, apparently it's going to be like, see, there was another thing I read earlier where people would be able to send that to Sony if they believed that there was something wrong. So does that mean everybody's going to have access to these recordings or is it only when you issue a complaint against someone that you can then- like a Twitch clip sort of thing. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It just feels a little bit of a, absolutely. It feels like a- them recording our party chats feels like they are breaching their own code of conduct or just some sort of code of conduct in general. It's it's a tough it's one just, because, like, you know, as we've seen with things like TikTok and, and, you know, Facebook over the last couple of years, like, these companies need to be more responsible for what their users do on their platform. But I don't know. Like, I think Sony might be just jumping ahead of themselves in a the sense that... And, look, maybe they're not. Maybe there's some lawsuits going on that we don't know about. Like, who knows? But I feel like a closed party chat is very different to like a public Facebook live stream. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't I know. I, it's an awkward one. I'm not qualified to talk about it, but I no. will say that it makes me less comfortable to use the service. That I will say. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I can't say anything. Like, what do they see as breaching... Like, can I sit there and go, holy crap, did you guys play Sackboy's Big Adventure? It's fucking shit. It's full of fucking <laughs> bugs. It's just terrible. Suddenly I'm in trouble because I use the word fuck about their game. Whereas if I'd said Halo was fucking shit, they'd probably let it go. Like, oh, I just don't know. They still record it, but they just post it on their socials. Absolutely. <laughs> Suddenly it's like trending in the feed. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think it's going to stick around very long. I feel like they might get in trouble. It just doesn't feel like they can do that. It's an interesting one. And I know different countries have different laws as well. Um, mm. I, it might be a case of it was not, might not end up being a thing in every country. But um, yeah, one to keep yeah. an eye on, that's for sure. Uh, next, we'll keep this one nice and short. The Xbox Elite Series 2 controller is getting a year extended warranty because of yes. the amount of faults that have, have been raised with it. Um, there's some lawsuits going on and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So I guess that's good. Do, do you know if they did it because they got sued or they did it because they realised the controller's not up to scratch? I honestly, I think they're just doing it because they realise the controller's not up to scratch. I feel I feel like, yeah, they get, like, I feel like they realise that, yeah, we're getting sued, yeah, we fucked up, but I think the fact that they're doing this acknowledges that they realise they fucked up and they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think maybe next time, like, don't brush it off like they did. Yes. Couldn't agree more. Like, take accountability. I think Nintendo did come with longer warranty to begin with. Absolutely. If we're paying fucking $200 for a controller. $250, absolutely. Are you serious? They wanted $250. I don't even. I didn't even remember. I don't even remember. I'm uh, googling it right now. Like, I never oh. bought a series two. Like <clears> I was like, oh, I'll get a series two later on down the road. I've only got a series one. I don't one. need one right now. I got a series one as well. Yeah, it's two forty nine ninety five at EB Games. How much warranty does it come with? Does it say? Does it say? Does it say? It's not telling me. I don't know. I'm surprised none of the uh, features. <laughs> No, $250 Looks nice though Oh my god You know Take If you added an extra $40 to that You can go buy a Switch Lite Jeez 
That's that's how much that fucking controller is. That's uh, that's insane. Least, that wait, a Switch Lite's really money. under three hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, at the moment, a lot of people are selling them for like two ninety. Okay, sweet. Yeah, get on board. Um, and it's got a good warranty. <laughs> like. I'll say what you want. When Nintendo realized that their Joy-Cons had stick drift, they replaced everybody's Joy-Cons, given new ones if they couldn't fix it. So, I mean, like, Nintendo did the right thing. Yeah. So. That's the way it should be. Um, yep. What we got next? iPhone 12s have been announced, revealed, shown off. Yeah. Um, look, look, look we, should dis- we should disclaim that we're not iPhone users, but... No. I, if uh, what I'll say is, if you have an iPhone 11, uh, you get the year off. Congratulations. Keep Chill. it. <laughs> yeah, that's a cheap phone bill for the next year and a bit. Isn't that great? Yeah, exactly. Because they release them every like year and a half, don't they? It's like a year and a half for a new iPhone. Yeah, that's nah, every like year. Like clockwork. Me. End of September. Really? Yeah, I think it's a couple of weeks oh, late wow. this year just because of COVID. But um, yeah, wow. Yeah, so they've released... So there's the iPhone 12, which is, I'm guessing, like, just the iPhone 12. There's the iPhone 12 mini, which is a little bit smaller and a little bit cheaper. There's the iPhone 12 Pro, which is a little bit bigger and a little bit more expensive. And then there's the iPhone 12 Pro Max, which I'm guessing is just a fucking monster. (laughs) It starts at $1,850. Holy shit. What makes what makes what makes it pro? What the fuck? Uh, it's got a different camera lens in it. Um, for starters, it's got a third camera lens, and uh, they're quite impressive. It's quite an impressive upgrade for one of the lenses, I think. And then it has something called lidar technology, which is basically um, it uses light particles or something to like help it autofocus. I, I'm not the right person to ask, but it's um, mm-hmm. uh, photography is what makes it pro, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. And to be fair, cool. they're pretty fucking phenomenal cameras for a phone. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no debate there. But if you're in the $800 price, sorry, if you're at $1,800, I'm not a professional, but I feel like you'd be getting a pretty decent professional camera for that price. And then go yeah, buy an iPhone 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And just to confirm, no headphone jacks. But on a serious note, there's no USB C. They're still using the Lightning charges which everyone just continuously gets surprised about we should stop getting surprised about that aren't they not shipping it with a charger oh yeah that too so they they ship it with a lightning to usb c cable and no actual like device to plug it into a wall to save the environment i like let the credit where credit is due apple talks the talk about environmental Mm. well-being i uh, they walk it to a degree, but like, I don't think this is the time to walk. Like, it, at these not. prices, and and I want a fucking charger. I'm pretty sure the iPhone 11 still comes with a USB A adapter. So, if you think about the average person that's about to buy an iPhone 12, they've probably got an 8, 10, or 11, right? They don't have a USB C wall charger. I mean, some of the mics have got other devices. I won't speak for everyone, obviously, but I feel like this just wasn't the year to forget the charger. Yeah, it's just it just I don't get it. But uh, that's fine. I don't need to buy one, so I don't need to get it. That's true. And I will just mention the other thing is they all have OLED displays this year as well. It's pretty neat. Um, oh, the iPhone I? 11 oh, base shit. model only had LCD. I shouldn't say only; it's still a great display, but it was no OLED. I don't know. There's probably not much more to say because we're not really iPhone people. Um, if you are, this yeah, is a great no, phone, not. but I wouldn't jump from 11 to 12. I would jump from 8 or 10 to 12. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. I don't think... This is your year off. To be honest, for the last few years, I feel like there hasn't been that crazy of a substantial jump on the phone. Maybe just the camera. Like, last year seemed like a bit of a massive upgrade on what there was before. Yeah. but No, yeah. last year was a good... Was a good point to get an iphone and like if you're in the ecosystem as well with like the apple watch and stuff and the airpods like you you're having a good time like there's no there's no debate there i i um am still quite jealous of the apple watches out there um i wish there was a a pixel alternative 
Um, the other thing they dropped was HomePod Mini. I'm guessing there's a HomePod bigger one. Um, so that's $150. So I think that's just in a bit more in line with like the Google. <laughs> I can see a facial expression. <laughs> oh, just a bit more in line with the other smart speakers <laughs> out there. Uh, it doesn't support Spotify. That's the that's a big drop there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of fucked. Uh, um, of all the years not to support Spotify, this was not the one. <laughs> support Spotify, fuck Apple Music, nobody's using it. The only person using it are the people at the company who get free access. No one's using Apple Music, bro. Just let us use Spotify. Like, come on. I want to say that come you're wrong, on. but I actually don't know anyone that uses Apple Music, so, yeah. I don't know a fucking person who's <laughs> ever said, hey, I'm chucking on Apple Music any requests. No, they go, oh, I've just turned on Spotify. What do you want to hear? Do you know what I mean? Spotify so. is where it's at. What a fucking great service. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're rocking the family account as well. So we've got like... Nice. Um, That's great. I think it's 18 bucks a month I pay. And we get six accounts. It's fucking great. Oh, that's great. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, the value is incredible. Yeah, that's really good. And yeah, like, you know, right. for instance, like, you know, um, not everyone uses it the same amount. Like, it's not, you know, but like, say for my dad, for instance, like, he couldn't, he couldn't justify, was it 12 bucks a month? You know, if he's not listening to much a month. But like, I, was, yeah. I, got, I had six accounts anyway. Like, yeah. yeah All good stuff there. Um, next thing I wanted to mention, I'm not sure if you saw about EB pushing pre orders up. For the new consoles mm. so yeah. the story was that like hey if you pre-ordered a playstation 5 or an xbox series x i guess s as well maybe um and you got a post-launch shipment they might have pushed you up because they've obviously come across more consoles so oh no i did mention this to you, you uh one of yours got pushed up didn't it i both of mine were pushed up and right. i got told the next day that my playstation got pushed back <laughs> That, that was the big point because um, mine yeah. didn't get pushed up. I'm, I'm still at the back of the line. But um, how how unlucky. <laughs> like, after all this shit that's happened with pre-orders, th- there was no room for error. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people have had their PlayStation 5 pre-orders pushed back from what I can see online. How, how did they fuck it again? Like, I don't understand. Apparently there was some problem in the system where no PS5s were supposed to be moved up, but they accidentally moved up. So I just, how do you fuck that up? Come on. On the plus side, I now have, I, I now know that my Xbox is a launch day Xbox. That's right, because you weren't that. sure, yeah. Yep. I wasn't sure. They never told me. Like, there was, it's a big fucking story. Go... I think it's in episode, like, 17. Like, go back and watch it. I, I lose my shit and I go to war <laughs> with Xbox and EB games. Um, but, like, now I know that I have a launch day Xbox. That's great. Like, that's that's cool. I'm going to have a launch day console. That's what everyone's dreaming about right now. Um, it would have been cool if I also had a launch day PlayStation. Dream about it every but, I, like, I just don't understand. I'd be less pissed off if I didn't get an email for the PlayStation. And then it's just, like, double check, triple check. This is not the year to be fucking up like you have been. Like, just... Just... Check. Like, oh, And fix the <laughs> fucking website. Fuck! Like, I did notice, because I, I signed uh, in to check. I did notice they've still got all the anti-bot shit activated on the site. Uh, <laughs> I think they just leave it in there uh, at this point. <laughs> it's just, just fucking... The, the website has been redesigned and redone so much. Like, how are we still having fucking pre-order issues and stuff like that? It's getting to the point now where I'm... Like, if I see an email saying, hey, pre-order this at this time, I'm just going to say, I don't fucking need that. I want it more than anything. I don't fucking need it, though. I don't need to wake up at fucking 8am just to get told I'm in a queue and then get logged out and told I didn't get one. So it's like, it's just not worth getting excited or... If they're not going to fix what's broken, what what's the point? I don't see the point. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah, it's a bit of a shit one. Um, yeah. Next one. Oh, Xbox achievements. I wanted to talk to you about your achievement hunting um, for... Mm. What, what was it again? It was to win a Series X, wasn't the, it? Yeah, to get into the Hall of Fame and That's win it, a Hall Series of Fame. X. I don't even care about the console. I just wanted to get into the hall. Um, (laughs) Like, so I found the leaderboard and straight away I realized I wasn't getting in. So that's great. But um, I'm still... 
There's one thing I will never let anybody say about me, and it's that I give up. So I'm still trying. I'm giving it my all. I know I'm not going to catch anybody. I think I'm at nearly... Nearly 200, almost. Um, I'm just shy, I think. Uh, but the person in first place <laughs> is just over 3,000 achievements in a 16-day period. And I just don't understand how he got there, considering I found the leaderboard about six days ago and they were at um 2166 and suddenly uh six days later they're at just over 3000 i don't understand what's going on there must be a group of these motherfuckers achievements and i started my account in like fucking 07 or something i just i don't get it there's got to be something going on i feel like this wasn't fair i feel like there should have been more rules and there should have been more policing of it like i don't think it's fair for people to start a brand new account and then start earning the easiest achievements on planet earth you got one mate playing the telltale games at like all right you play it this time i'll play it this time you play it that time and then it'll just keep it just doesn't feel fair i think that's what a lot of going on or someone's sitting there and haven't slept since the first of october and they're just powering through when's it end of the contest uh two days in two days on the oh, 18th. i was gonna say maybe they'll conk out and he can go past but um Probably not. <laughs> they just I, I just I just don't understand how they got there. And if they've done it legitimate, congrats, all power to you, honestly. Like that's crazy. Like, yeah, that's insane. But yeah, I've had fun playing on Xbox again for because I haven't really played on Xbox in a long time. Um so it was good to be back and play these games that I missed out on and Games Pass is just fucking gift from God but giving me the opportunity to play all these games. So yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. Nice. It's been good. Um, there's a, they've got a list of Xbox series... Uh, sorry, they got a list of games that are going to come out on November 10th or will already be out, but will be optimized for the Xbox series platform. I'm going to quickly mm-hmm. just barrel through the list, right? Yep. And then I'm going to ask you a comment. Uh, so Assassin's yep. Creed Valhalla, Borderlands 3, Bright Memory 1.0, Cuisine Royale... Dead by Daylight, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, Dirt 5, Enlisted, Evergate, The Falconeer, Fortnite, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Gears Tactic, Grounded, King Oddball, Maneater, Manifold Garden, NBA 2K21, Observer, System Redux, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Planet Coaster, Sea of Thieves, Tetris Effect Connected, The Tourist, I think that's how you say it, um, War Thunder, Warhammer, Chasbane Slayer Edition, Watch Dogs Legions, WRC 9 via World Rally Championship, and Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, that's more than I was expecting, to be fair. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts? Like, part of me thinks it's okay, because like, cause there's so much demand for the console. Like, I wouldn't be able to play Halo on it if, if I wanted to. <laughs> like, I can wait to play any of this. <laughs> Yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts? Like, how, how do you feel about um, launch? No one can say they've got nothing to play. <laughs> um, it's hell of a list. I don't know. I, I, I look at this and, and I I see a lot of. <sighs> There's not a lot of new there, though, is there? Nah, you got Assassin's Creed. You've got maybe Cuisine Royale. I've never heard of it. Uh, Bright Memory yeah. 1.0, maybe. Uh, Dirt 5, that's new. Um, mm. Grounded, maybe, I guess, if you didn't play it in preview. Yeah. Um, you know, NBA 2K21 is fairly new, I guess. Planet Coaster is new to console. Um, yep. yep. That game is... I, know, I find I, that game so difficult. Yeah, I know uh, Tetris Effect Connected is New to Xbox. New. Oh, I, I watched, um, I showed my girlfriend the trailer for that because she's riding to Tetris and yep. um, I'm like, oh, we'll probably pick up this new Tetris game for the console, like it'll be good up on the TV, whatever. And we watched the Xbox Series reveal trailer and it was kind of cool. And I'm like, oh, I'll get up the PS4 launch trailer because like might be a bit more gameplay. And I just like, I don't know anything about Tetris Effect, but I Shazam the song in the trailer because it's fucking awesome and it's like Tetris Effect original soundtrack and I'm like get the fuck yeah. out is yeah, the whole yeah. game just full like, of music like that 
Yeah. Like oh. 99% of the songs in Tetris Effect are original songs for Tetris Effect. Holy shit. Effect. I've been smashing yeah. out, actually. Let me just, I'm just grabbing my phone real quick. I've been smashing out uh, Connected, Yours Forever, and Always Been But Never Dreamed. Holy yeah, shit! That's why I think um, so good. That's why I think a lot of people. <laughs> that's why I think a lot of people are excited for Connected because they're adding a whole bunch of new songs. So it's going to be oh, all the old yeah. songs on top of a whole bunch of new ones. Plus they're adding multiplayer. Sweet. So I feel like people are going to lose their minds. Um, Tetris Effect is such a good fucking game. Um, I actually, it, yeah. that limited run did a um run of it back in the day. So I grabbed oh, a really? copy of that. Yeah, nice. and I'm pretty sure I've got the vinyl as well. And, like, oh. it's got all the songs on there. So I really hope they do a connected vinyl because that'll be, like, an instant purchase for me. I can't wait to get my record player really out, good. man. I've, I've got the Last of Us soundtrack on vinyl. That That is oh, happening. No, nice, that is nice. happening. Um, yeah. Oh, dude. Well, hey, anybody out there, best time to... If you if you love, like, video game soundtracks and, and records in general, on, on record day... Go to Limited Run. They have everything. Like, I got Devil May Cry 5 record, Sonic Adventure 2. Um, I got... Um, they had... at thing. They had... Um, on record day this year, they had... What did they have? It was, uh, it was a new game that's not out yet. It might have been Bug Snacks, I think it was, they had. And they had just a whole bunch of just... Awesome, like, I got the original Doom and the Doom 2016 vinyl in a bundle together. That was fucking awesome. I'm so happy to have them because it's just such good music. Um, yeah, so if anybody's ever looking for records or wants records or like is like needs video game music in their life because on Record Day they also sell soundtracks, Limited Run. I didn't know they did that. Got that stuff. Sorry, yeah, I just made a lot awesome. of noise, by the way. I was just leaning over to see what record I just have sitting next to me, but it's Amy Shark, oh. not, not video game related. Um, um, oh. I didn't know they did records. I You need to keep an eye out on Limited Run. Uh, they literally have up for pre-order tonight at, uh, I think it's midnight here in Australia, the uh, Destroy All Humans. Um, right. They're selling the record tonight, and it's Glow in the Dark, so that's really awesome. I think nice. I'm weighing up whether or not to get that one. <laughs> I think I think music in video games is, is just so, can be so powerful. It can be so, like, game-changing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if it's just, like, like, Rocket League, where they just bring in... You know, a lot of Monster Cat and some songs from unknown artists and stuff and just create an atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Don't Start the Party by, I think it's Drunk Girl, was uh, featured on um, Rocket League. And that that song to this day, like every, you know when Spotify sends you at the end of the year, like your most played songs this year? Like it's mm. always top three for me. Like always. <laughs> um, what else? Beat Saver, obviously. Obviously, going for oh, the music. Beats are so good. Yeah, and um, there was one more on the tip of my mind that I can't fucking think of. Fuck. Oh goddamn! Uh, Rocket League, Beat Saver, Tetris Effect. Nah, shit. It'll come to me later. When I when we stop recording this, I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, that game. Um, I, I love like, music. If we're, if we're talking about video game music, another game that I would say people are going to think for music, like that's weird. Devil May Cry 5, where like the music will change and fluctuate depending on how well you're doing in combat. Really? So if you're pulling that's off cool. sick combos and smashing shit out, you've got like Devil Trigger just slamming the soundtrack, just going fucking insane and you're just... You just lose yourself in the music and the and all the demons and shit, and it's just crazy. But then if you start taking hits, suddenly the music pairs back a little bit and there's not as much of it. So it kind of gives you that sort of, I need to concentrate here to get back into that flow and get back into it and start smashing it. And then, yeah, nah, so good. Devil Trigger, I have to say, if no one's heard it, go listen to Devil Trigger. It's one of the best fucking original songs from a video game this generation. I love Devil Trigger. So good. So oh, I've, good. I have to have listened to that. I... I have a playlist on Spotify just filled with um, video game music. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before as well, and that's that's what I used to concentrate because there's usually no words. But I, I really yeah. only add music to games I've played, but I, I think I need to branch out because there is just some great music out there, and it really oh, doesn't matter absolutely. where it came from. It's just outright good music. Um, I've yep. just opened up Spotify on my computer, and now it's installing. Goddamn. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? Oh, the, the Series X launch titles. Yeah. Yes. I don't know, man. I hope next year's a big year for them. 
I I agree. Uh, depending on the the way the world is in a couple of months, I'm I'm, I'm what it really will come down to, won't it? Yeah, if it's not next year, it's got to be the year after that PS5 and Xbox are going to knock our socks off because we're definitely heading towards that point where, like, games will be starting to take, like, starting to use the new Unreal Engine and starting to get down that path of using the new technology. So I'm hoping, like, that's when we're going to hit games that are just going to knock our fucking socks off. I will so, just note that, like, like, with Halo and stuff, uh, as much as next year might be bland because of the virus that has been pushed back because of the virus so maybe it'll just thin out a bit and it'll work out in the end hopefully um we have been talking about a lot of news i just i really really wanted to mention that like have you heard about the new fifa same game different cover yeah apparently it's exactly the same it's exactly the same they changed nothing did you see ign's review of the switch version is it still trash? Uh, no, they... Oh, I can't remember who it's by, but basically they um, they also reviewed the game last year, so they just copied and pasted the review. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's so good. There's like oh, one sentence different at the top bad. where they just let you know they've done that. <laughs> Two I, out of ten. I was, watching, I was watching someone's review on it on the Switch, and basically... Because um, I was interested to see if they had this problem. Some dude got a review copy and was playing it but for some reason every single game he played the soccer ball would not load in properly <laughs> so they were playing with an invisible ball That's and apparently fantastic. this yes this problem persist, persisted for about four days and then EA set out a patch and suddenly the ball was back so I don't know if the reason for the patch was to bring the ball back or if it was just one of the things they fixed but he was like I don't really know how to review this game it's a soccer game but there's no ball so I'm not really <laughs> sure what I'm supposed to do and then yeah he's yeah he basically this started his review with guys yeah it's like guys you're never gonna guess FIFA's actually changed it up this year they're actually releasing a soccer game without a soccer ball it's like I just don't know how to review this right now guys I just don't know what I'm gonna do and it's like oh my god I, I oh, mean stop. it is a little bit of a challenge in a sense that like there's only so much you can do when you're basing your video game off a real life thing like once once you're pretty close to real soccer you can't like you, the gains are marginal but do you know what the problem is EA is just too fucking greedy what they need to do and this is like if there was ever a time for a game to be a gas a games as a service this is it yeah FIFA Madden NBA just need to become a games as a service and every single year around this time if you want to make some money drop a $30 roster upgrade add in the new jerseys add in a whole bunch of new content yeah add in like all the stuff you've been working on don't try and sell me another fucking disc with the same fucking shit that I bought last year just like update stuff and like have a monthly update where let's say you could do a they could have like a proper fucking like like at the start of the year you pay 20 bucks and you get access to the 2021 season if there is a player that gets injured during that season chuck an update into the game and take them out of the uh, take them out so you can't have them play like make it like a real like thing where it's like all right like it's almost like you're playing as the lakers this guy's injured himself you can't play as him in this game we need to pick somebody else to go in and yeah really do something with it and i guess like absolutely some of their modes are a bit like that but like yeah you gotta get the new disc the next year exactly it's just so much money for the the same shit all the time i think the fairest way to do it would be like you buy the game once a generation yeah, see, I absolutely agree. I, I'm sick and tired of all the time getting on YouTube and seeing the same dude every year, like, trying to get Ronaldo or trying to get Kobe Bryant. It's, like, it's so stupid, like, that online system with the cards and stuff. Like, they should just keep it persistent every year and just maybe, like, up, like, up, like, how much money do you need, EA? I don't understand. They've got, they've got so much. Like, I don't see why we need to get a new NBA every fucking year but then again there's probably a large majority of people that look forward to that every single year I love how you said that's their thing NBA I know you meant FIFA but it's just true of all of them isn't it it's yeah it's it's just all of them are the same and it's not good it's just <laughs> it, it feels I don't know it just feels dirty and like FIFA copy and pasted come on like 
you expect us to give you money for the same thing you gave us. The only thing that changed was the cover, and that's just not fair. Couldn't agree more. It's just not. Should we? I'm thinking the last thing of the show. You can change it if you like. I'm thinking the last thing of the show. Okay. Let's have a little last discussion. A little, little discussion about what game series, or probably in my case, just game. Just, just a single game out of a series. Yep. Um, okay. Do you love regardless? Like, what what game do you just love? You know, not many other people do. Or maybe a lot of people do. I don't know. But um, I think I'd be interested to know of, of any games you're into that aren't exactly the most I have to say, I think FIFA 21 is probably a game I love more than anything in the world. Um <laughs> It just reminds me so much of... uh, This is the Switch version. It just reminds me so much of FIFA 20, which was my favourite before this (laughs) new one came out. Um, No, that's a hard question. I need a minute to think. Just like a game that I love more than anything. I I can uh, fill in some airtime by saying one of mine. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear this. A game I love and stand by and wish more people played and wish more people loved and I loved and I want to go back to the glory days but it'll never happen is Homefront yo that's a good choice thank you yeah okay yeah now, okay I brought Homefront 2 and I just couldn't play it mainly because of technical issues I'm hoping when I slap it in a Series X it'll just run because I do want to play that game but Homefront yep. 1 I love the story I love the setting. I love the gunplay. I love the gameplay. Uh, I really enjoyed that. But the multiplayer was incredibly fun. It died off way too quick, though. Um, no one I knew played it, but it had a real, had a really good mix of like. Um, so when the game started, it was you know big maps, a bit of a conquest, a bit of tug of war. Like you had to work your way down the map against the enemy. But as you did things, you earned money sort of like you would earn like score streak points in Call of Duty and then yep. you would earn that money and then sort of like Counter-Strike when you died not based on rounds though like just when you died you could spawn in with better gear based on that money and so by the end of the yep. game so at the start of the game it was all infantry but by the end of the game there was tanks motorbikes helicopters I can't quite like remember exactly but you know there'd be people sniping with bigger equipment and whatever um, yep. it was just such a good blend of like Call of Duty and Battlefield looking back and I don't know yeah. if anyone else sees it that way. <laughs> I, I, I always thought I was one of those characters. I like Homefront. I think Homefront is a lot of fun. Um, I, the, the first game, like, the story to me was very... Um, yeah, it, at the time it felt very on point. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like yes. that could happen. Yeah. Um, it could happen any day. And it's almost like, oh... Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think Homefront was definitely, like... Absolutely, absolutely. Like, and I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, crazy controversial. Considering, like, the world we're living in now, where it could still sort of happen. Um, mm, very interesting. Very topical. Yeah, I actually found that topical. game. Like, I just come across that game on the JB website. They used to have, like, this coming soon section. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, it really wasn't on my radar at all. So it was a bit of a. Like, I think I discovered it like six months before it came out or whatever, so it was obviously on my radar from that point forward. But, gee, yep. I love that game. Gee, nobody else in my life loved that game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Mm. Have any come to your mind during that discussion? A couple did. Um, I think on one that always comes to my mind that really didn't... Do you remember the game Vanquish? Uh, is that, like, spelled with a Q? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't remember I, much about uh, it. It was like uh, you you were a... Um, it was a third-person shooter. We played as this dude in this awesome like um, like exoskeleton suit. And basically the world was like... Like it was very, very far into the future. And, and, and basically the world was being... It's, see, I don't want to spoil it for anybody in case they want to go back. Basically the world was being threatened and you were the guy from DARPA who would wear the suit. And and it was such a weird game because like the game had a button for your character to like stop and light up a cigarette. And it was like a whole <laughs> button taken up. 
exactly. It was a yeah. I don't know. It was just a cigarette button, and he would just sit there and yeah, pop it and then chuck it in his mouth, and it was just so so fucking weird. Do you imagine just a so game wasting a button, a precious controller button on that? <laughs> Holy shit! It's it was something, man. It was something. <laughs> <laughs> it's and then like I talk to people about it, and a lot of the times it's like. Like what? Like what is uh what's 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 Vanquish? What like I've never heard of Vanquish. It's just so disappointing to me because Vanquish was just so cool, and 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 like you had a button where you could smoke, you could like slide around because you had like jet propels coming out of your hips, so you could slide around combat the gun. So you had different types of weapons, but every single weapon would originate from the one gun. So basically like nano machines would transform your assault rifle into a pistol or it would transform into a heavy machine gun or then a rocket launcher. And, and, and it had quick time events that were just actually cool. Like you would fight a, like a robot and it would shoot a missile and you'd perform a quick time event where you would take the missile and throw the missile back down the, the barrel that it came out of. It had just such cool moments moments like that so that's definitely what i think of like a lot another one that comes to mind um just like really quick is do you remember enslaved oh um i i I didn't play it but um uh was that by ninja theory yes it was yeah it is yeah enslaved Um, odyssey to the west my brother um really loved that game so your brother is a smart man I, lo- <laughs> I loved that game so fucking much and it was so underrated and I feel like nobody talked about it like people talked about it but I feel like it wasn't talked about enough like I feel like that game had the potential to become so much more um, and, and it just yeah it, it just never did I mean it had an ending where it could have gone further um, but it didn't which really sucks um because it was based off of um, what was it? You remember um, oh, what's the name of the you know monkey? What is, oh Odyssey to the West? That's the name of the story. I'm an idiot. It's Golden Slave Odyssey to the West. So the story was like Odyssey to the West, and um, it was uh basically the story of monkey and pig and all these people going on the journey like the character had like like in the story monkey can fly on a cloud and he has a pole that extends and um yeah basically you had that pole in the game and you could fly around on a hoverboard and like it was just it was really 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 cool and i don't think enough people talked about it and i think enslaved was like it had andy circus in it and weta did a lot of the visuals and stuff for it yeah, it like there was a time back then when like Andy Circus was in Heavily Sword, which was another Ninja Theory game, and Enslaved. He was getting super into it, and they were just like, "Yeah, come on in!" And like he played the main character Monkey. Um, Andy Circus played Monkey, and yeah. Um, yeah, the facial like at the time, at the time, I swear to God, faces had never looked better in a game. Like they looked amazing. So yeah, that that's a game that no matter what, like people are like, "Oh, it was clunky. It was this. It was that." I don't care what anybody says. I loved that game. I loved it so much. Yeah. And Legacy of Kane was another one I thought of. Like, uh, that needs to come back. I'm not going to harp on about Legacy of Kane, but Legacy of Kane needs to come <laughs> back. That was a, that, great games. Nah, nice list. Nice list. Yeah. Um, did you want to add any more? Because I no, got one no, and done no. on that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Everyone go play Odyssey to the West, Legacy of Kane. They're great games. Absolutely amazing. And Homefront. Homefront's good. Yeah, yeah. amen to that. I, I want to really give good. two a really good go um, at some point. Um, just before you wrap this podcast up, I just want to mention to the audience that if you noticed any hiccups, we do apologize. We have had a lot more technical issues this week than every other week combined. Um, yeah. We've had a couple of dropouts. We've had to start recording, I think, five different times. Uh, we're having some webcam issues, some mic issues. Some oh. just, everything's fucked. Um, we made it. We made it. <laughs> we got the to end. the end, though. <laughs> <We're> Absolutely, <over. laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I... I look forward. Uh, we, so, for just for future plans, announcements, whatever, um, we do plan on making this a video podcast at some point. Um, 
and when that happens we will be recording on better connections and better hardware and uh yeah hopefully hopefully a bit of a revitalization but um yeah thanks for bearing with us this episode in particular um and we will be back next week hopefully without the technical shit fuckery fingers crossed well mm. all that said jack thank you so much for joining me this week it's been so as much always. fun Tell everybody out there in the world where they can find you. Uh, mainly Instagram, Jack7G, spelt out in letters. Um, been a bit slack this past week, actually, with posting and doing anything. Um, it's been a bit of a hectic one, but hopefully that'll change. Absolutely. Um, yeah, thank you very much for watching, everybody. If you want to keep up to date with what we're doing and what's going on, definitely check out both of our Instagrams, mine's just Gaming. Um, check out Twitter at AussieLag and make sure to jump over to Twitch. I am streaming over there a lot at the moment and I'm on, I'm, I'm very close to affiliate and I've only been doing it really for the last month or so. So that's really good. I'm really proud of that. I'm, I'm under halfway to the amount of followers that I need. 50 followers and I just hit 26 the other day. I've done every nice. other requirement. So I would really appreciate it if everybody went over to Twitch and just dropped a follow um, and check the streams out. Like, they're a lot of fun playing a lot of Among Us and um, trying to do a lot of games with friends. But, yeah, thank you so much, guys. We really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, 21 next week. We'll have to crack the cans next week. Oh, man, I'm going to have to go find something old. on a date. I drink so little. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that sounds good. Uh, awesome. All right, everybody. Um, yeah, until next time, uh, make all your games are good ones. Catch you in the next one, everybody. Bye. Catch you, everyone.